Welcome to the best idea ever a podcast of all time. This is technically 294 Note Street, but I have called it 294 Ship Street. I Nut Street, 294 Nut Street. And <laughs> this is... We, we last time, with my good buddy Sender from I Nut With Season 2, went through the entire first round of this 64 ship bracket. And I gotta finish this, and I... You know what? I have a good secret friend hidden in the in the deleted I Nut Was Season 1, and that is my good friend Roswell. Hello, I'm here, uh, back from the grave. What is up, I'm, buddy? How you feeling? I, well, I'll, I'll give the listeners an update on my situation, <laughs> <laughs> which is that I, I, I woke up with intense back pain this morning, and it's not gone anywhere, so I am recording this... I'm recording this podcast flat on my back in the guest room of my grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. Floorcast, baby. It's a floorcast. I'm all here for it. I got a lot of energy. I got a, I got a lot of energy for somebody who's also in intense back pain. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta muscle through it. Right. I've been thinking about Star Wars. I've been doing Star Wars Legos. I've been I watched yes. the Clone Wars movie today. Who? How was that? I like it. It's okay. I mean, it's not the best, but like, uh, I, I mean, I, I saw it in theaters with my mom when it first came out, so it was kind of nostalgic mm-hmm. to watch it. Very much like, wow, I'm getting constant deja vu. It was like, I don't remember this movie at all. And then I watched it. I was like, no, I remember every. <laughs> <laughs> I, I secretly have internalized this whole thing. Um, and. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I think like most of the internet, I'm getting prepped to rewatch, to actually watch the Clone Wars series, which I never did because I have a really hard time keeping up with series. Naturally, um, naturally. So I have to, I have to go back and watch the movie. Also, my grandparents have Disney Plus, so I have to do this before I leave their, their house. Oh, absolutely. I, uh, I've been lucky enough that I've been watching, uh, Re- my mother-in-law is watching Star Wars Rebels for the first time after finishing Clone Wars. And now is on Rebels, the good shit. And I, we have just been sitting down as a family watching Rebels every night, and it is a blessing. Just getting blitzed and watching Star Wars. Roswell, I, yes. Ooh. No, I didn't want to cut you off. What you got? I was just gonna say I'm really excited to go to Rebels. I know you love it, and that's really good. I just gotta watch mm-hmm. Clone Wars first. I, I absolutely. I forget that rebel i i used to like hedge when i would say like rebels is good you just got to give it a little bit but after watching the first episode again recently i'm like nah actually rebels just goes really good non-stop always it's just the perfect show um Re- homie yes what is your favorite star wars ship i asked sender the same question hmm. this is like this is like uh like a a question i there's i think there's two answers <laughs> very astute very astute <laughs> It's a, it's a, I was going to say, like, I bet like this is like a serious business question. Like, like we're about to have <laughs> serious opinions on Star Wars ships. We are. Um, okay. So like the, like my nostalgic, like my nostalgic answer is like, I fucking love Poe's ship. That T-70 X-Wing with the big circle engines on it? Yes. I mm-hmm. like, because I'm, I'm baby. I mean, I'm not actually baby. I'm 23, but uh i i wasn't really aware of the prequels when they came out and like i watched my first like the first star wars i saw in theaters was actually the clone wars animated movie 
And then that is that has turned somebody into dust in the <laughs> fucking wind, and I'm glad you did it. Somebody out there has just ceased to be. Look, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't feel like I'm that young. Like there are so many younger people in this world, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I also am 15 years younger than my youngest coworker, and I've gotten <laughs> really good at just like saying things that turn everybody in the room to dust i i i told i once told i once told my i once told my coworkers that my first gaming system was a ps4 get their ass god damn roasted holy shit <laughs> and i didn't i didn't like i didn't include the caveat that like i got it when i was like 16 and that my family no. had been pretty like anti gaming before that so it wasn't like you know, it wasn't like a reasonable first console. I could have had a PS2, like age wise. No, sometimes I just... you just want to fuck with the old. Right. <laughs> sometimes right. you just want to fuck with them. I just said it. I just said it without without qualification, and I watched everybody in that room <laughs> crumple, crumple. <laughs> so I'm gonna take a quick second before we get into this pr- this second part of the bracket, and I'm gonna talk about the ships that we have left behind, the ships that we. That Sender and I sent to an early grave, because I think it's important for you to know what you're coming into as far as what has already passed. Sounds good. So the the Acclimator lost to the U-Wing. The Acclimator is a huge Republic Star Destroyer. It looks like an arrowhead. I love it. Right. The TIE Reaper lost to the Nebulon B. Now, you know the TIE Reaper from our Thursday morning Star Wars game. I sure do. (laughs) The TIE Fighter lost to the Venerator, another big Clone Wars capital ship. The B Star Fortress 17, which is that bomber from The Last Jedi, Mm -hmm. defeated the Carillion Corvette, the CR-90. The TIE Bomber beat the Sick, which is a Mandalorian ship. The A-Wing beat the Lombada crew, the Lombada shuttle, which is the Empire's like fully winged shuttle. The Star Destroyer defeated the HMP Droid Fighter, which is the it's a Clone Wars ship. You'll see a lot of that. Mm-hmm. The Hawk 290 beat the Lucre Hulk, which is the Trade Federation space station. That's the big donut. Mm-hmm. The TIE Raider beat the YV-666, which is just a scum ship. The Comric beat the E-Wing. The Comric is a Mandalorian ship. It's Bo-Katans. The Fire Spray, which is the Slave One, beat the Arketans, which is a beautiful Star Destroyer. Uh, the, The YT-1300, the Millennium Falcon, beat the Star Viper. The TIE Advance to beat the New Shuttle, which is a... Uh, Clone Wars shuttle, the MC-75, which is just that big Mon Calamari-looking ship, like, you know, the big the big rebel mm-hmm. starship, that beat the Ada shuttle, which is another Clone Wars shuttle. The Ada-2 Actus, which is the, Re- the Revenge of the Sith Jedi Starfighter, that beautiful baby, killed the X-Wing. <laughs> the TIE Defender lost to the Z95 Headhunter. There's a whole other half of this, but really I just took that long way to tell you that the X-Wing's dead. That's fine. I mean, I mean, like, I'm a little hurt, but, like, I also mm-hmm. wasn't there, so it wasn't like you stabbed me in the back personally. It yeah. just, I showed up to be like, mm, mm-hmm. wrong choices. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So, um, first, I'm gonna be in Studio B Text, and I'm gonna post you some images. Yes, because we're gonna have our first fucking matchup right now. I I have and some our... like I have some opinions on ships. I'm ready to get into this. I love. Uh, give me every single one. Because first off, we have the U Wing up against the Nebulon B, 
the the U-wing we know from Rogue One. The Nebulon B is like the rebel ship that looks like a what does that look like? It looks like a big ray gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Okay, um, uh, the the second one that's the Nebulon B, right? Yeah, I I think like like so the thing that I like is I like there's two two things I like in Star Wars ships, right? I like when they, like, very clearly have, like, interesting architecture or interesting, like, design design choices having been made, right? Mm-hmm. That And then I like it when there, when there are things like the X-Wings that are, like, I can imagine this being, like, like, I'm, I'm actually, like, I'm using the X-Wing as an example specifically because it's already been knocked out. But, like, I, uh-huh. I like it because it feels like a real, like, gritty ship. Like, it's not that interesting, which is why I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. whatever, it lost. But, like, I think that I like it when it feels like, oh, yes, I actually understand how this is, like, a mass-produced ship of war, right? Like, I understand, like, the history about how yeah. this ended yeah. up being the the ship that is used, right? And and I, I'm really interested in, like, ships that feel like they are representative <laughs> of, like, the cool shit the Star Wars universe does rather than just being like, well, that's a sci-fi ship. Right. Okay. And, and I and really, so, and so, and so I really, I like, I, I really like the Nebulon B here. Right. I think mm-hmm. it's kind of hideously ugly, but it is, it is gross to look at and perceive with my senses. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is, it is bad to look at, but I also think it's like, wow, that's a cool, like, I also think that's like, I want to know about, like, the designers of the ship. I want to know about, like, the people who, right, like, I want to know about the people who, who are on the ship. I want to know, like, what what the politics are between the different, like, bridges and, like, that kind of shit. Hmm. Whereas, like, this other one is, I'm, I'm like, okay, whatever. Damn. That's heartbreaking. Because <laughs> I, the Nebulon B's a big ship that I think looks Okay. Like right. I think it looks fine, and you said it's hideous. Like that's the thing. But you're looking at you're looking at the story of it. Right. I was talking about this with Sender, so this is going to be a repeat in like my explanation here. But I love a ship that I could live in. You know what I mean? I could imagine myself having a one like a studio apartment. Like if you watch The Mandalorian, like or something like that. Like just like this is my big motorhome. You know what I mean? And I get to fly it around. And this thing, it has a big bay on top it has a big bay on the bottom and i could just live in this thing i could fly it around those wings flip in and out and i like that and i could fly a u-wing but i could be somebody who works at on the nebulon b Mm i all right all right i get i got you i i think like that's also like it's totally like a um a criteria and i'm here i'm here for Mm mm-hmm I I have a little bit of problems when it comes to the Nebulon. Uh, this what is it not the Nebulon? Be the this little fucker, Ewing. The Ewing, the Ewing. Um, I I like the Ewing the most when its back end is extended, like when it has those, mm-hmm. when it actually has the U, right? Yeah, when it's got the big fin, right? Mm-hmm. But like otherwise, it's just I don't know something about it's like it's just like a thin piece of paper, right? Like. And I, I think one of the, the problems I have with it, with its design, is that it's really hard for me to tell how big it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'm, I might be happy to to give you the U-wing, 
but um i like i think that this is a problem that some star wars ships have is where there's there's not really a clear like design difference between things that are like a two-seater uh like convertible coupe and mm-hmm. things yeah. that are like um medium size a small house right a small <laughs> house and and so like i was looking at this i was like wow this is like a you know this is a coupe right mm-hmm. oh there it goes yep rest in pieces craig um and and i i kind of like sh- and like and then like a medium sized ship or a large sized ship and what i what i like about the uh, this nemulon b is like it's a ship that looks like its size and i really yeah. want there yep. to be in general i want there to be like i'm happy to give you the u-wing i will fight um because no. i don't like i no, don't I... but like you... in general i want there to f- i want it i want to be able to look at it and know what its use case is right mm-hmm. and i feel like the u-wing is a little bit muddled i think that's fair and i think that like we, you've made a stronger argument for the nebulon b than i have for the u-wing so i do think the nebulon b gets to live here i think the nebulon b gets to move on all I right then sense, then i'll right? give i'll give you a win later on <laughs> it's don't you worry the the night is young and we have so many ships to talk about let's do it let me pull up this next one. Uh, can you tell me what this next one is? Can Oh, you can't see the screen. That's... Uh-huh. I got it. You're on the ground. Don't worry about it. This <laughs> next one is the Venerator, which is this big Clone Wars capital ship. Mm-hmm. This big Star Destroyer versus the Star Fortress, which is the only good sequel ship. Right here. Yeah. All right. Talk to me. Um. I. W- I mean, I. 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 I like that. I like that stupid little sequel ship. <laughs> yep. The, the the little buddy who like, cause like, it drops bombs vertically through that big shaft in the middle. Like that's cool. <laughs> it's great. All right. But 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 before I I think we I think we should push that forward cuz I think that's like one just super funny mm-hmm. ship design. Two, I it's so dorky and I love it. Mm-hmm. But three, we we have to talk about this capital ship because I love like I love capital ships in general. Mm-hmm. I I think that they are just such an iconic Star Wars design. Like mm-hmm. I think that like I don't know. Like they tapped into something primal when they're like, "We're just gonna give, we're just gonna like make triangles the size of a city," right? <laughs> they, they did. And the and, thing about the venerator is it like not only is it a triangle, but it's like a big arrowhead, which is cool. It like it is like a fancy triangle, and then right. further than that, it opens up in the middle to let ships in and out. Yeah, which I, is the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, it's so cool. Unfortunately, unfortunately, in this last picture you posted, which is a it's a it's a front view, right? Mm-hmm. You do see its little silly eye stalks. Well, I was I was gonna say it it it, it looks like Jar Jar Banks. It does look a little bit like Jar Jar, <laughs> but but it is it looks cool. <laughs> it it is. It does. It does look a little bit like the silly man. I mean, it's it, it looks absolutely badass from every angle, but front on. And in that uh-huh. case, it joins the ranks of every like hawk ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. Like talking about how good the venerator is. Like the the star fortress is really good. 
but uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, don't <laughs> I don't know, know here. I want to like I I I think I I think this is one of those cases where I'm like pretty happy whichever one goes forward. Like, mm-hmm. and so we might just have to like we'll just go with our gut or whatever. But like before we move on, like I I love that like. I love the thing about like the res- this like this star destroyer like resistance bomber is that it, mm-hmm. it really like does because they're in space and physics doesn't work in space. Mm-hmm. I know that's not true, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> like, um, like I I just love that it really pushes the idea of a bomber farther. Right? It's like, mm-hmm. well, what would a bomber like look like if we didn't have to worry about like aerodynamics? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just a shit ton of bombs that we use the internal <laughs> gravity of the ship to drop out. Then when they pass the field, they're already got momentum and they just keep going. Right, exactly, right. And it's like, and it's like, yeah, you know what? That absolutely is what a war designer would make if they didn't have to worry about air resistance, right? Yep. It and- slaps. It, these are both great ships. I love them deeply. But... I'm I'm here for the venerator. Yeah, let's let's put the venerator through as long as we just don't look at it front on. Yeah, and next that means next up we'll have the Nebulon B versus the venerator, which is a interesting conversation. Ooh, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's a, that's a combo I want to have. So, all right. So Roswell, I've sent you in Studio B text the next matchup, and this is how I'm going to do it, so we can go back and forth. Can you tell me? what this next matchup is yes uh this next matchup is the a-wing versus the tie fighter this is a, a ti- nah, 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 nah. oh i typed that wrong tie bomber i meant to type it bomber that's my <laughs> okay. fuck up i set you up for failure immediately <laughs> all right I, I please come on i'm lying on the ground i gotta trust you i know i fucked up but the a-wing versus the bomber Last last episode, I poured a lot of love on both of these ships, and having to look at them both now and really come down to it, really say, okay, which one of these do I like better? I think the bomber is like the perfect TIE fighter. I think it is, looks beautiful, but the A-Wing is the ship that I've always loved. All right. I, I, I think the bomber is just so good. I mm-hmm. I think it's like okay, what if we gave this single eye ship like two eyes, right? And, <laughs> yep. And, and I also think it's I th- also think it's just such an interesting of like okay, well, what if we what happens when we we like we create the perfect ship, which is like the Tie Fighter, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the t- or I mean, I don't think the Tie Fighter is actually like a perfect ship, but it's such an iconic but design. It, yeah, it it is. We've created a ship that you immediately know is the Empire, right? We've, we've made the uniform. Right, we, we've we've made a ship that is immediately recognizable iconography of the plate of like who it's from, that like no other sci-fi is replicated that feels both futuristic and grungy at the same time, and then I I love the Thai bomber because it's like okay well we made our bed how do we lay in it right like how mm-hmm. do we how do we take this design philosophy and turn it into things that are not just little zippy ships right you yeah. know. And, and I, you know what? Yeah, people love bombs. Like. (laughs) (laughs) I love the 4th of July. I like to see kaboom. Uh, I live in America and I know people love bombs. So like, I like, yeah, like the TIE fighter would absolutely just like grow a 
grow a bomb tumor, right? Like, yeah. like that's exactly how it would work. I mean, not that I'm like the person to judge, like how would it work in Star Wars, but also I'm here to judge. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's literally what we're here for. Now, now the thing is, the A wing is a cockpit that has two engines strapped to the back of it, and that speaks to me in a beautiful way because it is it is it is the rebels tie fighter it is how can we get the fastest shit possible and like just have it be like the nastiest little boy but instead it will like keep our people safe i love the swoop of it like it looks so good i i i love the tie bombers asymmetry i love how like funky it is and again it is a like all-time design Mm -hmm. but i do believe that the a-wing brings so much to the table in terms of like just how it looks it looks so snappy i'm gonna i'm gonna say something really mean about the the a-wing and then i'm gonna follow it up by saying something really nice about the a-wing make it happen let's hear it let's go i i think the a-wing is kind of (laughs) ugly but why would you say this No, explain yourself first. Why why would you say this? Um I don't I don't know. I just it's just like a gut reaction with me. And I, I don't think it's like always ugly. Like you've posted several different variations on the A Wing, right? Mm-hmm. And I I really like it in this like red variation where it's it's a little bit more like I, I don't know. Where it's it it, it is painted a little bit neater and it's like just a little bit like i think it accentuates like the shape of the ship whereas like this this like blue and white version or this green version i really just think it like it it accentuates all the wrong thing about the ship like this doesn't i don't know it just like looks like a mid-sized sedan to me (laughs) (laughs) and i and i i know and like it doesn't like the thing about an A-Wing is that they're designed to go fast and they're designed to be, like you said, like just two engines on a cockpit, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I love the idea of that, but it, you say that and then I look at it and I'm like, this thing has wood paneling on the side, right? And my dad says, oh, like my grandfather damn. says, this is like, wow, this goes so fast. <laughs> and he's talking about his like, you, you know, like his like, 1976 uh speed wagon <laughs> i can't believe you buried my child like that <laughs> in front of me <laughs> right but i was but i was going to say something nice about it after i was done dunking on it <laughs> mm-hmm. which, uh-huh which is that despite that and i think also in part because of that it's it's a great ship for a hero right like, mm-hmm. because it is like, I don't know, it like, it kind of like all of them, even the ones that are like brand new kind of look like they're two seconds away from falling apart. And like, whenever you put a hero in one of these in Star Wars, I immediately am like, oh, they're doing something risky for the greater good, right? Not, yeah. and like, I think that like they are heroes in kind of like doing amazing things in kind of dorky ships is kind of like a big <laughs> staple of Star Wars. Wow, you are so brave for riding around this stupid fucking ship. 
<laughs> right. Mm-hmm. It's 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 like it's like you chose you like that ship. Like even the nicest newest versions of the A wing. I'm like that ship mm-hmm. looks like it's two seconds from falling apart. Mm-hmm. And 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 you think you look so cool, and you don't. But also you are cool. So like mm-hmm. you're making it work. So Roswell. I love the A-Wing. I also love the TIE Fighter. It sounds like... W- w- tell me, if you have one vote, if you have but one vote, where do you put it? Um, okay. I'm going to vote for the A-Wing. But... <sighs> but, hear me out. Mm-hmm. If I was sitting alone in my room and not doing this with you, right, I would mm-hmm. vote for the TIE Fighter. That's that that beautiful tie bomber, and I think that's fair, right? And I but, respect that. But I think that the A wing is really like is the like epitome of what Star Wars is about, which is like things that are so like both iconic that are like simultaneously like really dorky, but also like because of like the way Star Wars works and the way that we interface with Star Wars as a myth, like they become immensely cool. And I think mm-hmm. that, like, the, like, metatextually, the A-Wing is, like, a great representation of what Star Wars is about. And I think that, that it should go through because of that. I will take whatever I have to <laughs> and put the A-Wing forward. No, we They said it couldn't be done, but we did it. Next up on our list, Roswell, we have the classic Star Destroyer versus the Hawk 290. I'll post two pictures of the Hawk 290 here. One is the cutaway, and the other is just it drawn. Alright, I'm about to look at it one second. Yeah, the Hawk 290 is interesting to me, because it, it, it looks like it should be bigger than it is. Yeah, this is this is another... This is another another ship with with uh pretty classic Star Wars scale problem. Yeah. Like hypothetically this is the thing that that guy just drives around. But like what you just sit in the seat the whole time? Yeah. I have no love for the Hawk 290 and it's going to be hard for it to beat the Star Destroyer. Do you have Anything positive to say about this ship? I think it looks cool as fuck. I wish it was better. <laughs> yep. The duality, yeah. duality of like ninety five percent of Star Wars. Um, uh huh. Uh huh. Um. No, I we have to put through the Star Destroyer. I know we've already put through one Star Destroyer, but I I really just think that we're 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 zeroing on the fact that like the Star Destroyer is like the iconic thing about mm. Star Wars, right? It's a it's a beautiful design. It the Star Destroyer looks good. Yes, and I, I I know I said this like verbatim, but but just what if it's a giant triangle, but it's the size of a city? It's just like tapping into something so primal mm-hmm, in how mm-hmm, we think about mm-hmm. war. Like that's how we like that's how we abstract like war units when they're like when people are like moving war units around a big old map with. And they're little metal things. They're all just little metal triangles, right? So, like, why not just make <laughs> that, like, true. big and real? Like, it's fucking true. Yeah, I, I think that's Star Destroyer gets to move on to the next round. 
easily, which means it'll go up against the A-Wing, and God, rest in peace, A-Wing. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> Roswell, can you hit me with this next matchup? I have put the correct one in the chat. Um, all right. It, the next up is the TIE Raider versus the the Comker? Comerk? Good, good question. The TIE Raider. <laughs> It's, I think you're going to be very pleased with the TIE Raider because it is a, another capital ship, but it takes from Star Destroyers and it takes from TIE Fighters and it makes a beautiful design. Oh, holy shit. Mm-hmm. I, the TIE Raider is just up and down gorgeous. I'm posting it a few times. Bop, bop, bop. And the Comric is a beautiful Mandalorian Starfighter. That uh, does my favorite thing a ship can do, which is spin and have wings that move. Mm-hmm. And so it, when it lands, its wings go up like that. And then it can also, like, the wings pivot completely around the cockpit in a full circle. Oh, that's really cool. We have a very hard conversation in front of us right now. Because, like, the Raider, I think, is a beautiful design. But the Comric is, I think, it does something where it, like... If I look at an Empire ship and I look at a Rebel ship, I know what they are immediately, and I can tell that they're Star Wars. I think this still gives me Star Wars vibes, Mm -hmm. even though it doesn't fit into either one of those molds. Right. Um. All right. I'm going to say good things about both of these ships because I, I honestly, I don't know where I fall yet. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Um. mm -hmm. I think that I, I love the Tie Raider. I love the little, it's dorky little wings. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this first picture you posted of it, like sailing through, I think asteroids is like, yeah. uh, I'm like, oh yeah, that ship's up to no good. Right. Like <laughs> that, that, that's a troublemaker right there. <laughs> I'm like, if that appeared in the sky, like I wouldn't like, if I was a human and this was my first contact with aliens, it would take me 0.2 seconds to go from, Hmm, maybe they want to like talk in peace too. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> oh no! You're like you're like aliens arrived, and I'm like great. And then you show me the picture of the ship, and I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> we need to skedaddle, actually. <laughs> right. Um. And and I and I and I think that like that's like again just like a a great piece of Star Wars design is like no like there are ships that like aren't good ships, right? They aren't. Mm they aren't piloted by your friends and they don't want you to think they're friendly. Right. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's a Raider and it's, you look at it and you know, you're going to, it's going to raid you. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's named the tie Raider. It is not named the tie fun. Good time. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's not, it's not named the, the like, <laughs> let's have a good time in space. <laughs> it's actually the, let's have a bad time. <laughs> right. Um, and and this this other ship, like, I I love it when Star Wars ships do something that no other Star Wars ships do, but like still manage to look like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Especially because I think that like, I don't know, this is like a, a a side conversation that's not really involved with just these ships. But I think one of the no, interesting but we can, we things can have it. one of the interesting things about like Star Wars, I think, is that. Uh, most sci-fi decides like this is what our ships are like, and then like sticks to that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
either because of budget or because of like wanting to be a little bit like crunchier right or having like some explanation for like well these ships work on this type of engine therefore like most ships be cohesive in some way right like you know like all the ships and like uh, i'm trying to think of a good example right like all the ships in like ender's game like there's different kinds of ships and shit but they all kind of look like they're the same thing right and the same thing with like like sci-fi novels like um imperial wretch like there's lots of different sizes and shapes of ships but they're all like unless they're from like as long as they're from like the human humans instead of like aliens they all look basically the same and mm, they... yeah go go oh I was gonna, they they all look like weirdly jet plane-y. right like if they're a human ship and that's just the vibe everyone sticks with right exactly and i i i love that star wars is like well i mean part of it is just the, the fact that star wars is fantasy right like mm-hmm. it's not really sci-fi I mean, it is sci-fi in that, like, fantasy people don't like it, but, like, it's not, (laughs) um, it's not about, like, they never say this is how ships move from, like, reach light speed or whatever. They're just, like, it Mm -hmm. it happens. Um, and I, I think, but, like, also part of it is I just, like, I really love that, like, it's a wide galaxy, and you feel like it's a wide galaxy, and you feel Mm -hmm. like there are different, like legacies of ship design that happen right Mm -hmm. like it's not just that like like not all ships are descended from nasa right which is what i feel like a little bit in a lot of other sci-fi right you know yeah or if it's not nasa then one you know (laughs) one design legacy yeah i i in my heart think the tie raider is sick but I do think the Comrec does something beautiful in how much it executes on its style. Mm-hmm. And I think the Raider clearly comes from other things, whereas the Comrec is entirely, uh, like, in its own zone. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with putting the Comrec through. I mean, I would be happy whichever one we decided to put through. Like, I think that these are just two great ships that... Yeah. that, that are about two different things that Star Wars ship design can do. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the thing is, we got rid of the bad ships. We're in good ship town, right? Uh, except the X wing, which you is a good ship. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. It's a first round exit. <laughs> <laughs> like like good sports teams don't first round exit all the fucking time. <laughs> uh, Riley, I I know you're fans of some basketball teams. I know, I know. <laughs> Rest in pieces, the bulls. Um, <laughs> next up, we have a very special matchup. It is the Fire Spray, which is the Slave One, versus the YT-1300, which is the Millennium Falcon. Boba Fett versus Han Solo. I I look at these two ships and I really want to say Millennium Falcon, but I keep opening my face and I keep seeing the fire spray and how cool it is and how like the cockpit moves on the inside and it's like gyroscopic. And that's neat. That's really fucking neat. Okay, I'm gonna be like 
I'm gonna I'm gonna like get myself in trouble with the Star Wars fans here. Do it. Let's make some enemies today. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm I I come on champs and this podcast only to make enemies. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> it's why we're friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, here's the thing. I think like I think that the Millennium Falcon is an amazing ship. Like I think it is like just amazing. Mm-hmm. But honestly, yeet it. Like they've they don't just like after like solo and like all this shit about like what happens with like this the Millennium Falcon and like the, the new trilogy and like their like uh-huh. obsession with legacy, just like fucking yeet it. I don't care anymore. Like you, yeah. you've gotta be past the point where I care about the Falcon and that means you fucked up. Yeah, I that's fair. I I I do think the Falcon is a great ship. It's really pretty, but we shit talked it last time too. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so yeah, it's just it's pretty easy, I think, for me, especially coming off having like watched stuff that has the fire spray in it and going like, damn, that's a pretty ship. It just it progresses. It does it. Well that uh, is yeah. so open and shut that it is going to enrage people just in a heartbeat people will turn to just a blinding anger <laughs> well well what did, what did we have what did we have two seconds of silence for the millennium falcon okay we can move on next up is the mc75 the galactic star cruiser for the rebellion mm-hmm. versus darth vader's ship the tie advanced, which I'm posting a picture of right now. Talk to me, capital ship lover. Tell me why this potato should be like a beautiful eyeball. I don't. I don't know if it should. Um, okay. All right. Good start. Good start. <laughs> uh, but also, um, I, I, it's. I do love this potato. Right. Like it is. I. I just. I think it's, I mean, again, I, I think I've called, like, ev- half of the ships of this thing dorky. But, like, part of part of the reason I love it is because it doesn't look like it's best designed. Like, it... it <laughs> <laughs> no, I, for, like, story reasons, like, it... <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna choke on my own words. Um, Don't worry about it. Like, it, no, it, like, it looks like like a resistance fighter do you know what i mean like it looks like it's designed by committee it looks like it is you know best case scenarios slapped together right like it's meant for something else right it's meant for something else but it has ended up a warship and i Mm -hmm. i i love that part of the like the rebellion storyline right Mm -hmm. i love that even their capital ships like even the most important ships in their army are like they ain't shit. They ain't shit, right? And yet they're still pulling it out, right? And mm-hmm. I, I love when you see these, like, these massive, like, kind of ugly ships in action, and suddenly it's, like, beautiful because of, oh, like, they've put somebody who really knows how to pilot this in charge. Or they've put, like, a really good general in charge. And suddenly mm-hmm. it's like, oh, no, like, this thing can make a difference, and this thing is cool, right? Because we've because we know how to use it even if we're using Mm -hmm. like uh it's like when i don't know this is such a weird metaphor but it's the one that's popped in my head you know like when when you're like you're at a party and you can't open your beer and then like your friend shows (laughs) up 
and like pops open your beer with like something that's really not meant to be a bottle opener. Uh huh. Uh huh. They like take their keys and just like tear it up, and it works somehow. And you're yeah. like, that doesn't. That shouldn't <laughs> work, but but you did it, and that's really cool and kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 like that's what these like that's what a lot of the rebellion ships are for me, mm-hmm. right? Like they're not perfect. The, the like if we're talking about like purely uncool factor which you know what we might we might be right like uh-huh. then this this perfect little eyeball ship is going to win every time right yeah cuz yes you you are definitely right the MC75 is not hot but you know what is hot that's the tie advanced it's sick <laughs> it looks cool the the window opens up in front so you can get into it the wings can fold in flat so it lands all smooth it's like this is gonna win just because it's it's the coolest shit, right? Uh-huh. You know, and and D- you like another thing is like you could definitely feel Anakin through this ship. Do you know what I oh, mean? Oh, absolutely! I can see my boy standing there going, "Make it no, make it make it shorter, make <laughs> the wings shorter." <laughs> right, like 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 this is this is the moment where like Darth Vader is all like machine and trauma and. All of this stuff, but like the little Anakin who loves cool ass ships and wants things to be like badass, like uh-huh. sits down and he's like, "And well, well, I am Darth Vader. I'm gonna, I'm gonna exercise a little bit of privilege, right?" Yeah, I, I can, I can make some calls on my cool ass ship, <laughs> right? And I, and I, I love that. I, I, it makes mm-hmm. me like. It makes me like a little bit emotional, actually. <laughs> yeah, it. I, you have sold me on the tie advanced even more. I don't think there's anything that could be said to get me to vote for the MC seventy five. It getting past the first round is a little bit too far for me. <laughs> I, I, I'm fine with it making it to the second round, but the tie advanced has to go forward. For forward. And Absolutely honestly, we're gonna true. have so many tie fighters in the final round, and you know what? That's fine. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you know the thing is we did cut out a lot of tie fighters did not make it through well there's just, a lot of bad ones there's just a lot of tie fighters so let's, let's just put the period at the end of that mm-hmm. sentence you're fucking right <laughs> Russell. we have one more in this conference can you please give me this matchup i've posted it this is the the edda dash two at at kiss at this actus i think the that Etta- is the, Edda, the I, d- yeah, you go. I always say the Ada Two Actus. All right, it, it's the Ada Two Actus V uh, versus the Z ninety five. The Z ninety five Headhunter is what if an X wing was boring, and the Jedi Starfighter is the sickest shit in the entire fucking planet. What do you got? What do you got? You got anything for the Z ninety five? Because we want to talk about Anakin. Look at this fucking thing. Look at this nasty boy. Look at the Ada two. It is gorgeous. Sorry, sorry. Um, the Z ninety five is the first image you posted. Z ninety five is the second image I posted. The, okay. the second and third of it are the Z ninety five. The Jedi Interceptor is the Ada two Actus. Okay. Um. Uh. Well. You are. You're hesitating a lot, which is. You're scaring me. 
<laughs> I I just I feel like I I I think you're right. I think that the the Eta ninety five Actus is like the coolest shit. Um, but I I also think that this is the closest we're gonna get to my beloved X Wing, and so uh, I <laughs> I I'm not voting for it. I'm not voting for it. I'm just trying to like. Uh-huh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something mm-hmm. loving about the X-wing here. This is, this is the Jedi Starfighter is also the ship that defeated the X-wing, right? And so um, it gets to kill the X-wing twice unless you stop it. Like there's only two of us. <laughs> yes, but I, I can listen. I can, I can listen to my friend's reasoning. I I just think I just think like both the Z ninety five and the 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 X wing and like that that like line of of um of ship design that is like just a needle with two with two engines. Uh huh. It's like I I don't know. I something about it is like just so simple. Like it feels like like you you ask a a four-year-old to draw a ship, right? And what mm-hmm. do they what do they draw? Like they draw a needle with two engines on the side. And perhaps part of that is because of Star Wars. But like, <laughs> um, you know, Ouroboros, chicken and egg, blah 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 blah, right? Mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think it in many ways, like it is the it is the the purest form of like what is a Star Wars ship, right? And like the and like the ship I picture in my head when you say like, "Well, what is Star Wars?" Right? It's either the Star Destroyers or the X-wing, right? And mm-hmm. or like you know maybe not the X-wing, but like the the ships in that design, like lineage, right? Yeah. And and I think there's something just very like it's very direct. It's not making any like. It doesn't look designed, right? And I think that's part of the reason why I, I'm going to let it lose before, after I say good things about it, which is that, like, <laughs> but, like, it, it really looks like it just, like, somebody, like, typed ships into Scribblenaut. And this is what showed up, right? Like, it's, like, the prototypical ship. Like, nobody designed this. Nobody made decisions that led to this. Somebody was just, like, fuck, I need to be able to shoot things in the next 15 minutes. So I'm going to put a needle and jam two engines on it, and then we're going to give it to our best pilots, and it's going to change the, the, the like, the flow of the war, right? And Mm -hmm. to me, that there is something, like, that I just... It's such a rough tool, and it's so much about like the pilots, right? The yeah. like, the like the the Poe, the Luke, right? The like the people who are are piloting at levels that are just so amazing, and how much they can do with a ship that is, again, just just three straight lines. Yeah, just 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 the the idea of moment of momentum, right? Like that is that is all. And it is. You're right. It's a very, very powerful ship. It looks great. But um, the Jedi Interceptor, for mm-hmm, me, mm-hmm. it has those little wingies on the side that bend up. We talked a big game about how the A-Wing was a cockpit that had an engine on it. Look at the, look at the cockpit to wing ratio on this boy. <laughs> <laughs> it is even more drastic. When it needs to go into hyperspace, it has to connect with a big hyperspace ring, which is 
beautiful. That rules. Mm-hmm. It is just a fantastic ship. It it says to me specialized. It says to me like the only the best are put in this fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is a sorry sorry for using your game a bangers only. <laughs> of ships. No, uh, please. Uh, I mean it's 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 a it's not just a it's not just a game. It's a way of life. it it's it's truly beautiful to me i love the jedi the jedi interceptor it lives in my brain it's just gorgeous i I love the way the colors come at it i love how industrial it looks yeah i i i i kind of disagree but also kind of agree and um Again, I'm, I'm thinking about in-universe things, like not just the aesthetics. Mm-hmm. I think, like when mm-hmm. I look at it, it looks very. I, I don't know if it looks cool. I think it looks beautiful. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it looks cool, right? But like, I I look at it and I'm like, oh yeah, the Jedi built that, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like the the Jedi are like, oh oh, we don't need uh, all that extra space between us and space. We can just. We'll be fine. We're Jedi, right? And they're like, and they're like, obviously, they're like, we're just gonna like, like st- Jedi just sticking sticking some wings on an egg, right? And like, uh-huh. and thinking like, no, we shouldn't make this like more. <laughs> we shouldn't make this more aerodynamic. Like this is this is all we need, right? You know, mm-hmm. and there's probably some fucking Jedi somewhere in the temple thinking like he's so smart, like. You know, like, spheres are just, like, inherently easier to keep inflated in space, right? <laughs> Keanu Moondy with his big-ass head <laughs> right? saying some shit like that. <laughs> right, like, you know, like, when you, when you apply, when you apply air pressure to, like, to, to shapes, they expand into spheres. So we should just start with a sphere to begin with instead of a triangle, you know? And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? Whatever, like... Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You would say that, you stupid fucking Jedi. You piece of shit. <laughs> and 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 that's kind of why I love it, right? Like mm-hmm. it is, it is. It seems so emblematic of like a Jedi it design. Looks arrogant. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's it's so emblematic of a Jedi design philosophy. That's like we are simultaneously going to be like so fucking safe and so fucking like like we're gonna make something that looks like a toy that doesn't look dangerous that doesn't look like it's gonna kill death to you because ooh, we're so innocent right uh-huh. and at the same time we're gonna put our jedi lights two inches from hard vacuum and be like <laughs> good luck out there y'all go get it sport <laughs> get up have fun anakin Right, like absolutely, we're not hoping you die at all. Um, and and you know what? Like that's the reason it should go through, right? Like, is that like, mm-hmm. it? We there's like we've done Tie Fighters, we've done we've done capital ships, we've done. You know, I'm happy for the A wing, the the I'm happy for like the the Z ninety five and the the X wing to mm-hmm. to rest in peace. Um, they don't have to fight anymore. They get a happy ending, <laughs> right? Whereas, whereas, uh, happy to put the ship through to the next round so it can be fucking destroyed by whatever ship it comes up against. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know what it and is, with... but it's it's I there's a, a lot of things we've already put through that would win over this for me. And with that, Roswell, we are going to be on the on the Eastern Conference next. We finished the Western Conference round two. Eastern Conference is next. All right, Roswell, our next matchup here tonight, starting this uh this far bracket, is the GR seventy five. Which mm-hmm. let me go back to our Discord where we're actually having this conversation. The GR seventy five is the big rebel uh friendship. It's you know the carrier mm-hmm. versus the N one Nabooian Starfighter. Oh, rest in peace, GR seventy five. You did so well. I love the the Nabooian Starfighter. Yeah, the yellow and the silver. It's... Yeah, me too. That one's going through. But uh, because I'm trying to be equitable, and also because I love fucking talking about ships. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Gonna say some good words about this other thing. Dude, I think it does the potato design well. I think it like this. This is like the best potato. Uh huh. And I, I also, I love how it breaks down into little boxes and shit mm-hmm. underneath. I like, I love that. Like, oh yeah, this is a modular design, right? This is like a design that's meant to do more than one thing. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. I love its Pretty. little designs on its hill. On its hull, there's no fucking reason for them, you know. Yeah, it's just it's it's it is the only Mon Cal ship I respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this this also ship like the ship like looks alien. I think in a really good way. Mm-hmm. I think one of the one like big problem I do have with like Star Wars design as a whole is like I I just kind of think that it it um. Like, it just kind of all looks human. And that's because, like, hum- Star Wars has a, a pretty big human supremacy problem. Right? Yeah. But, like, I I like it. I like it a lot when, um... When, when ships look like, oh, you know, maybe a non-human designer designed these, right? Mm-hmm. Or what if... These are, these are know, made with somebody with a different species in mind. Right. Or, or so that it's not just pilotable by two-legged, two-handed people, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, I I think that, like, this is probably the only Star Wars ship I've seen where I, like, I look at it and think, oh, yeah, like, this was built on a, on a world that was not human-centric, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And and for that, I, I think I it really deserves an honorable mention. This other ship is just the coolest fucking shit, so it's not It's so win. cool! It's engines, it's got turbines! I I love ships where you just put an R two unit in it. Uh huh. It's just boop. There it is. Hello. I mean, that's I'm, where it hangs out. Not to quote Obi Wan, but piloting is for R twos. Mm hmm. It's it's gorgeous. I love this fucking thing. Um, I think it looks badass. Mm-hmm. I think it looks like it knows. Look, it it know it knows it looks badass. That's okay. Yeah. Um, it is fucking red and they they always talk about in like uh the stories or whatever like oh like the nabooian people are all pacifists it's like cool yeah i get that they did make the sickest ships ever though like they're like <laughs> a, their war a, machines look very fucking neato 
This wasn't fucking made by a pacifist. This was made by, like, the one Nabooian person who was like, mm-hmm. fuck shit the rest of them. <laughs> what if we got in fights sometimes? <laughs> or, like, what What if when somebody accused us of being a pacifist, we, like, pulled the curtain back and were like, suck on this. <laughs> Eat shit forever! <laughs> oh. But that is fine. Nabooian Starfighter moves forward. We all love it. And... Next up, we have this matchup. Roswell, can you give it to me? Yes, I can. It's the VT-49 versus the Y-Wing. The VT-49 Decimator versus the Y-Wing. The Y-Wing is very pretty, but I want you to look at how cool the Decimator looks. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with the Decimator. I, I'm going to dunk on this ship. I, not on the Decimator. On the uh-huh. on the Y-Wing. Go shit talk the Y-Wing? Let's yeah, go. Yeah, I think the Y-Wing has, like, all the problems that I described with the A-Wing. But... Mm-hmm. But kind of worse. Right? Like, it's... <laughs> yeah! It's, it's just, like... Like, the, the A-Wing is... Looks like a sedan... Or like a a, a boat, mo- you know, one of those boat mobile or whatever's. But it it works because you're like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, there's a reason this is like the standard, you know, the standard ship, right? Mm-hmm. Like it looks like it yeah. is easy to put together. It's understandable. It's easy to iterate on. You know, I know it looks like a, a good guy ship. I I. I I don't love it, but I, I think it's a really good Star Wars ship. And this is just like, okay, what if mm-hmm. we took that and made it look worse? <laughs> and l- look look like, I don't know. It like Normally I like the aesthetic of like this is just a, a normal ship with some tankers attached mm-hmm. to it. But I don't know. Everything about it just kind of is like, we kind of gave up with the design here. <laughs> Yeah, I love the the shape of its engines a lot. I think it's really pretty. I like how they've backfilled it so that way the original Y-Wing was like this full ship and then it slowly lost armoring over time. And that's why it looks so nude on the back. But unfortunately, the VT-49 Decimator is a big ship that's main thing it does is run into other ships so hard that they explode. Yes, which is like the coolest thing. And I also, yeah. that's another thing that's like, it's another like, aspect of ship warfare that you don't often see in sci-fi mm-hmm. um because people are like well you know ship collisions I... <laughs> ship collisions dangerous and i also am in space right exactly whereas like but like if you think about it like of course if you were a fucking villain in a space mm-hmm. battle you would be like okay so can i build a ship that's hard enough and sharp enough that when i cut them up i only minorly get cut Right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like, of course, somebody would ask that question, and like, yeah, the the decimator looks like what happens when you ask that question. Yeah, yeah, I love the decimator. I'm so happy you agree, and it gets to progress on into the next round. Bop, bop, bop. I'm moving it on to the next round right now. Next up, we have a another ship that I love. That's the problem. I love all of these ships. This is the Lancer class pursuit ship. It is very pretty. It has those big Y-wing engines that we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Versus the T-34 
shuttle, which is this big fish looking thing. The these are very much in the same big design slide, same design philosophy, which is what if big circle. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. One has what if big circle but rotate like this, and the other one has what if big circle but the big NGs on the side. Um, the rotation is cool. Very rotation's very neat. Very, very like two thousand one, a space odyssey. Mm-hmm. Um, I love I love it when star sh- uh, Star Wars ships rotate because like ninety five percent of the time. Uh, Star Wars ships are like, well, we don't fucking care about like the rules of gravity. We just have it for some reason. <laughs> like, you can't tell a story without gravity. So, <laughs> well, I you can't tell a story without gravity. There's literally a a, a, I know. a movie a called sass. Gravity. <laughs> I'm being a sass. Right, right. Like, but the, I get your point. Like, it's like, well, we can't have like soldiers walking around being dicks to each other without gravity Mm -hmm. right so we'll just give these ships gravity and not worry about it but like rotating ships are very much from the like the the sci-fi genre of we're gonna worry about gravity right you know Mm -hmm. or at least think about take off somehow right and think about how like ships transition from gravity to no gravity or like what can cool what are cool things ships can do because there's no gravity right and like one of those things is rotate (laughs) Right, mm-hmm. and um, and but but also this this big circle with inches on the side is kind of endearing. It's very sick, and like we already threw out the uh, the the Falcon, the Millennium Falcon. We right. threw out a big freighter, and this ship is a freighter. It's again a ship that you and your friends could live in together as you flew through space. Right. But the whole thing is this thing goes really fast. <laughs> like that's its catch. Is it's just like I am a fast ship. Yeah, I kind of feel like I kind of feel like we should like I don't I don't know I don't like game the system too much, right? Mm-hmm. But like also I feel like we should put a freighter through. I feel like we put a lot of like. We put a lot of capital class warships through, and a lot of like small fighters through. Mm-hmm. But like I'm... one of the coolest things about Star Wars is that it's actually like, like not a lot of its plot is just mm-hmm. we're gonna be dealing with trade routes. Yeah, like trade routes. There's like, oh, I'm I'm a dude that just loads shit up. I'm a I'm a space trucker, and we just make our way through, and that rules actually. Yeah, and like, do, <laughs> I mean, not to get ethical on like showdown, like. 20 of Uh 50 but like should we like what if we didn't put the war machine through right you're right the shuttle like isn't really a war machine right it's another transport but it is a diplomat transport it is a transport for like getting a a a war person into another war place (laughs) what if like what if what if we put like the common man ship through Exactly. The, your average your average Joe out here in the Lancer class pursuit ship and it's just like hanging out. It's vibing. It's doing good. And yeah, I think I think I support that plan. Yeah, let's let's do it. Alright, alright, alright. The Lancer goes forward. Next up is this matchup. Which is Roswell give it to me. Um looking at it. Um The the Gazanti versus the B Wing. Yes, the Gazanti tie 
like the the Gazanti Tie Carrier, Imperial class Gazanti Cruiser. It looks cool. Look at how the little ties stick on the bottom of it. Looks like it has tiny legs. It does also have like yeah, it does look like it has tiny legs. It's just I love I love this because it looks cool in how it transports Tie Fighters around. Mm-hmm. Um, the B Wing is a classic. B Wing looks very cool. It's a very neato. I love the B Wing. Talk um, to me as, as a B Wing respecter. I want to hear your words. Um, it's probably my second favorite of the the ships named after letters because Star Wars definitely has Romanized letters, mm-hmm. and that definitely makes sense. I believe uh, it's a I believe it's a Galactic Basic. Yeah, the Galactic Basic totally has a B in it. <laughs> That's how you spell basic. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it it I think it's like obviously the X Wing is my favorite, but a lot of the X Wing is tied to like the first Star Wars movie I like really loved was The Force Awakens, mm-hmm. and I really imprinted on Poe, and I love mm-hmm. the like I like a lot of that is like nostalgia, right? Or yeah. like personal attachment. Like if I was actually to choose like of the lettered ships, like what is what I think is like the coolest. It would be, it would be the B-Wing. I, I think it is just so cool, like, all the different ways it can fly and all the different ways it can, like, it, it doesn't exactly rotate in the way, like, that shuttle that we were just talking about does, but it, you know, it does flip and can fly in different, you know, in different orientations, mm-hmm. and um, it is... It really is really like, well, how can we best use the asymmetry, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and like, I love the idea of not having guns on both sides. Like, I think that's really an yeah. interesting way to think about like, well, what if we were like more precise with one side of our guns rather than like half as precise, but with two sets of guns, right? Mm-hmm. And I love like when they when they do like the movies and they've done like individual pilots have done things to the side of their b-wings like i love that Mm, i love that detail and And, also they've added a cool thing about b-wings which mm -hmm. is that they can do this for a heavy weapons attack yeah but like what we're to to, for the listener what we're looking at is um each of the different points on the b-wing like coming together for like almost like a death star laser except Mm -hmm uh less unethical um, <laughs> so, i mean all all weapons are unethical but <laughs> this was looking for my ethical weaponry <laughs> but but this one's like at least this one's not like <laughs> it's not made to destroy planets it's not made for like the right. most war crime you can go <laughs> right like this this is this is made for small to medium war crimes <laughs> exactly <laughs> um and uh and like I, I just I, I love when I see these flying. Um, they feel really cool. Again, they feel like a good use of like what can we do in space that we can't do other places, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I love thinking about the people who get really good at piloting B wings because obviously, like piloting a B wing is going to be like a different skill set than piloting like something that's very symmetric and very like mm-hmm. flies like very much like a classic plane or even something that like your cockpit is in the middle of right and and i love thinking about like the skill that you would have to build up to fly a b-wing very well and like how 
the cool tricks you can do because you have that counterweight and can fling yourself mm-hmm. around. Yeah. And it's I I just think that like it is it is peak like Star Wars ship design, which is I know all we're talking about tonight, but like yeah. it just it's just cool. I just love it. It's them. just neat. I think the B-wing moves forward. Mm-hmm. Yep. That that's an easy easy does it easy decision making. B-wing beats the Gazanti. Mm-hmm. The Gazanti is really really cool. I love that. Like I love it when we see that people are thinking about logistics, right? Mm-hmm. I like not just like people in the st- diegetically in the story, but like yeah. the designers are thinking about like how did these Tie Fighters get here, right? Mm-hmm. But but the B-wing how, how is just the B-wing. Them? Yeah. I agree. Next up on our fucking docket is the Gathrock 720. Mm-hmm. Which is this funky turtle dude. Sure does look like a turtle. Sure do look like a turtle versus the droid starfighter. Right here. Mm-hmm. Gathrock's another freighter. I love it has that it has front engines that make no goddamn sense. <laughs> they really don't. Like, it's... like are are you pushing yourself forward with those? I think not. <laughs> are they just for like strafing and drifting and shit? Like none none of these engines are going straight backwards. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are cuz there are engines just on the flat back as well. Well, well no, but those are going off the side too. No, 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 in between those. Oh, I guess you're right. But then why have why have your four biggest engines be all for strafing? And your two <laughs> tiny mini engines be for going forward? Because all the strafing ones just even each other out, I guess. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. It's it's it is a it is a gross ship and I love to look at it. <laughs> um and I, I wanna I want it to teach me how to take away people's bending. <laughs> the droid starfighter on the other hand is just an a beautiful fighter i think because the fact that it is a droid and it does that because it lands it opens up and starts walking around like a funky spider that is very fucking neat oh, i want that i want that little funky funky man to be my friend i know he's not my friend because he's <laughs> well, got big he, red eyes but he, here's the thing is he kind of is your friend because all he is is just a robot that works for the Confederacy of Independent Systems instead of for the Republic. They just don't want to be taxed. Don't want their taxes to go to Palpatine, the I mean, bad guy. I mean, I don't want my taxes to go to Palpatine, and yet they go to Palpatine anyway, so. True. And if you could just have a droid army. Like if I had a droid army, a lot of things would be different. <laughs> oh fuck! Wait, hold on. I fucked up. I'm sorry. But this is the droid starfighter's already out. The Gathrock beat the droid starfighter in the first round. Oh, oh no! I misread. the 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 actual matchup that we should be doing is not the Gathrock versus the droid starfighter. It is the Gathrock. Versus the Hammerhead, which is the Knights of the Old Republic. Look at this big man. So I'm, I'm so tired. The only thing that's in my head is I'm looking at this ship and I'm like, that man has opinions on taxes. Yes, this man right here. 
This is this is the tax man. The, uh, this this ship is the, this makes no goddamn sense. But this ship is the relative who you bring up taxes at Thanksgiving, and you're like, in for it. <laughs> you are in trouble. It's time to fight. This huh. is a big freighter. I love this big thing. In Rogue One, one of these things run into another ship so hard that it crashes, and that rules to me. I love this guy. I love the hammerhead. Yeah, I. It looks like it has a beard. Yeah, I like the Gathrock a lot, but now that I know what it's up against, I'm sorry, homie. Well, I mean, I would have argued that the Gathrock shouldn't have won against the droid fighter. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so I was prepared to like argue for the droid fighter against the Gathrock. Mm-hmm. Anyway, to be fair, it, the Gathrock won. Uh, because it is the ship we use in If Not Us Then Who Season 2. And the two of us on that call that night were the ones on the show. That's fair. So, I mean, like, I'm I'm with you on that. That's that's nepotism, baby. <laughs> uh, so, in that case, next up is we have two ties up against each other. They are the Interceptor, which is this bad boy versus really this thing moved on <laughs> v- versus the punisher this thing moved on <laughs> we we put that forward uh Russell, do you have any do you have anything positive to say about the tie punisher not, not that I haven't already said about the tie bomber. Like uh-huh, this is just a weaker tie bomber. Just a weaker tie bomber. The tie interceptor goes forward. Yeah, tie interceptor goes forward. What? Because the tie interceptor, the tie interceptor is like, well, what if we made the ties the tie fighter, but more spiky, which is which rules. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I don't. I have no idea what we were thinking putting that thing forward, but we apparently did. So. <laughs> That's what they call the spirit of the staircase, baby. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> Truly, any given Star Wars Sunday, something can happen. Next up, we have the Tri-Droid Starfighter, which is this guy. Versus the the first ship of the working man. We've we've had in this entire show the 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 truest like this is a space truck, and that is the Ghost, the VCX one hundred. Mm-hmm. This is the ship from Star Wars Rebels. This is what they fly around. It is posting right now. <sighs> Let me take you through some of the cool things about this ship, about the VCX, really quickly. Mm-hmm. I want the VCX to win. It's going to, but I want to tell you about all these cool things about it. <laughs> Do it. So, so first off, uh, it has uh, another ship built into it. The the VCX has what uh, in the show that I in in Rebels they call the Phantom, which is this little guy mm-hmm. that plugs into the back, right on where the engines are on the ship. That's cute. Love it. It's 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 really great. It just slides right in and like clunk, 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 clunk. They can park it forwards or backwards. <laughs> you can see it on this picture right in the Y of the engines on the back. 
Mm-hmm. Just parks right on top of that. Yeah, love and it. It's it's beautiful. It's just a good ship. It's a good looking ship. I love the colors on it a lot. I love the design thing of like a slightly lopsided hexagon. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's so simple. I want to. I what's this other ship that's up against? Can you say its the, name again? The Tri Droid Starfighter, which is cool. It looks cool. I like a droid. I Starfighter. actually hate it. I fucking hate it. Damn, you don't like it. I mean, I like I. I on I think it's too much. I think it jumps the shark. Like <laughs> I I think like part of the thing I love about Star Wars ships is that like I'm not a very good artist. I could draw them. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. Star Wars ships are so much about like just like pure shape. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I think that's why like this um the VCX100 is great. It's like it's just a hexagon. It's why I love the X-wing and the um mm-hmm. The Z ninety five, because it's just a it's just a couple of rectangles, you know. It's why I love the um the capital class ships. They're just triangles, and like, and I I think it is really good design that they can make these things that are just simple shapes feel so powerful and become so iconic and feel different from each other. And I think that this one is just like it just has too many shapes, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's trying too hard to be cool. It's like, well, what if we finally made a Star Wars ship that's cool? And I'm like, fucks to you, you've already made you a are, bunch of Star Wars ships that are cool. You've already fucking done it. All right, yeah. I'm happy to put it in the grave and let the ghost move forward. And I need you to pick between these. I need you to give me the the last matchup here. All right, this is the ARC-170 versus the LAAT, or the LAT. The the ARC-170, very good ship. One of my personal favorites, but I do not think there's a physical way it can defeat the the LAAT. The the LAT is beautiful. It is is one of my favorite things in Star Wars. I love its its gyroscopes. Yep, the two beams on either side. I love how many boys it can fit inside of there. Yeah, that's just, I, that does the clown car of boys. Like it's just it's just honk honk. The 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 boys is here. <laughs> we're, we're, and th- when when you, when the boys come up to take you to McDonald's, they come up in a lat. <laughs> yeah, 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 you, you pull up, you pull up in the McDonald's, <laughs> you pull up in the McDonald's drive-through in the lat, and you have to t- take like ten different guys' orders, <laughs> and everyone wants the same thing because like, they're clowns. Like, can I uh? Can I uh? Have like. Five big backs and four chicken nugget meals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? What is that? Clone, clone number one hundred and ninety nine. Oh, oh. Um, he he doesn't want cheese. He wants a cheeseburger, but without cheese. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I get seventy four apple pies? <laughs> It's, it's sick. It's sick. I love the Arc 172. The Arc 170 is gorgeous. I love how its little wingies fold out. I love the shape of it. It is like, it is a little bit ugly in a way that I find really compelling. Yeah. But yeah, I it just, it it's out of its depth here. I love its little, like, I just, I know I said this. I love its little gyroscope, gyroscopic mm-hmm. um, gunch positions. Yep. Because that shows me that somebody thought about gravity for 0.2 seconds. Yep. <laughs> and it and was like... <laughs> the, the funkier thing about it is it doesn't shoot like a pew, pew, pew. It goes... <laughs> it like <laughs> shoots that big-ass laser. Oh, yeah. The, the lat moves forward. Now, Roswell, 
we are we have finished the second round in its entirety. Mm-hmm. We are at an hour and a half. I think that is plenty. I think we've done a great job here tonight. Yes. Oh, thank you for joining me. We we have continued to to make right the Star Wars universe. I I I'm, I'm so into it. I've been writing like I've been writing Star Wars fan fiction again. Like Hell yes. 2021 back into Star Wars, baby. Back into Star Wars, baby. <laughs> You know, worse things to be back into, honest to God. Yeah. You could be one of those freaks getting back into Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, now that, like, um, like, like, serious, like, I'm really excited about the new Star Wars shows. Yeah. Um, I've had I, a lot it, of... It, it is both, like, yes, I'm looking directly into death, but also, like, mm, I do like Star Wars. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't been able to watch The Mandalorian, even though I know I would like it, um, uh, because of the two transphobic actors. Uh huh. Yep. And I, I, I just can't. I'm not at a like. I might. There might be a, a time in the future where I can watch it, but right now I'm just not at a place where I can turn my brain off enough to enjoy it. Yep. And I'm so I'm really excited about Star Wars shows I can watch. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I'm and I'm really excited because I. Uh, I think like this is uh, this is actually Ben's hot take corner mm-hmm. for a second at the end of a pod, which I've already been Ben's hot take corner. <laughs> but like, um, I I think for a lot of Western media, the the Netflix um, Netflix like dump all of it binge uh-huh. method has really has really um, killed fandom in a lot of yeah. way. Uh, because fandom is really sustained by week by week releasing. And obviously, obviously, you know, there are movie fandoms and there are, you know, non-Western anime fandoms. But if you're like, if you're like me and I have a lot of trouble with like subtitles and stuff because of my dyslexia, not because I think subtitles are bad, right? Mm -hmm. But because I'm dyslexic and ADHD and so it takes a lot of focus to read. (laughs) Cheers to that shit! (laughs) Uh, It takes a lot of focus to read subtitles and I don't have a lot of space in my life for that right now. Mm-hmm. And um, like I'm, I'm very excited about like the possibility of having a Western fandom again, like a Western TV fandom again that I'm interested mm-hmm. in, and that is like updating week to week. And I know for a lot of people that was The Mandalorian. If Ahsoka, Ahsoka Tano was played by anybody else, literally anybody else, literally Steve anybody Cardin else was fired. She could, she could, she Ahsoka Tano could be played by like Steve Buscemi, and I would be there, right? <laughs> you know, um, and I, I'm, I'm excited. Like, I don't know, like, I don't want to, like, I'm not like kissing Disney, just Disney's ass because mm-hmm. looking into that like release slate was also a little bit like, holy fuck, somebody should find a mon- Monopoly law and ask if the Monopoly laws are okay. Yep, Has anybody yep, seen yep. a Monopoly law in a while? <laughs> Has anybody checked on them? <laughs> um. But at the same time, like, genuinely excited to have a week-by-week TV show to watch. Um, excited to get back into writing Star Wars fan fiction. Exciting to have opinions on things, you know. I, I am here to tell you right now, and this is a thing I hadn't thought of until this moment. Ezra Bridger from Rebels is is your kind of boy. You are going <laughs> to love him. You're going to love Kanan. Everything about those two boys 
says Ben Roswell across them in big block lettering. <laughs> I'm excited to get to them. I'm excited. Two, two dirty boys who love who like love causing problems and have a complicated relationship with each other and the law. <laughs> <laughs> That's those are my type of boys, baby. Um, I I have to finish watching Clone Wars because yes, that's research absolutely. for my for my uh, my Obi Wan fic, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and then I will get into Rebels, and I'm so excited. Um, absolutely, I and, cannot wait to hear every fucking second of your thoughts. And I'm I'm <laughs> oh you'll get them. Blow uh, me the fuck up with those. <laughs> and I'm I'm excited to to see more more Star Wars podcasting content. It's going to be a good year for Star Wars. I for like Star Wars fans who approach Star Wars critically, it's going to be a good year. <laughs> for those of us who have a healthy relationship with fandom, all do- all 12 of us. <laughs> right, right. Like for me fandom is like I have two jobs which I love, but which take me a lot of time and I want something that I can engage with like critically and healthily and it's not my fucking identity it's just what i do on a sunday afternoon <laughs> and i'm ready <laughs> then god bless well i'll roswell I'll let you get to that thank you for joining me thank, thank you for you, having me audience members for joining us thank you for raising enough money during extra life so we could do this fun show swap shit and until next time Hit, hit the music, but also fuck Star Wars. Fuck Star Wars, but don't fuck Star Wars. <laughs> don't fuck Star Wars. Every night, I fall asleep with you. Night, wake up alone.